Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, the need to be tough in business is undeniable, but sometimes it's hard to know where to get it from. One place many CEOs are now turning is to the US military. Katrina Steady is an ex US military resilience coach with over two decades of experience in the field. Katrina coaches CEOs and business leaders various performance enhancing techniques to level up their business game face. And Katrina, you're so welcome to the show. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Now, you might tell us firstly what a military resilience coach actually does. Yes, of course. So, you know, I have a background in sports psychology and positive psychology, and I had the wonderful opportunity to work with the U.S. Army for about five years. And part of that role was teaching the performance and sports psychology piece. So I was actually out in the field with soldiers, whether it was at the range, teaching them focus techniques to help them with their routine to fire their weapon, or it was in the combatives classroom to teach them self-regulation techniques or confidence techniques or prepping them for ranger school when it came to their leadership skills. That was half of what I did. The second piece was the resilience component. And I was actually trained by the University of Pennsylvania's faculty, specifically Dr. Karen Rivich, to teach this resilience curriculum that was really based off of positive psychology. And we supported this two week long train the trainer resilience program to strengthen resilience across the entire army. And we really focused on leaders in this two week program. In the first week, we teach them specific skills to strengthen their resilience on self-awareness, self-regulation, connection and optimism. And then the second week, they actually taught back what they learned because the request of them was to go back to their teams and to their platoons and their squads to be able to teach their soldiers these resilient skills. Okay. So if we look at then, you know, um, soldiers out in the field in tough conditions, you know, they may be, they may be sleep deprived, it might be cold, you know, there may be all sorts of factors that would wear them down and wear down the resilience. So what kind of te- techniques would you be saying to a soldier who's in a very, very difficult environment to stay going, to stay motivated, to want to keep doing what they're doing? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And I think you explained it so well that they go through conditions that we can never imagine, right? And when even they go through the training, it's so grueling to prepare them for the unexpected. And how do you stay motivated? How do you have that resilience? And and what do we teach them? And I think the first skill that really comes to mind for me there is breathing. Being able to just take a moment to breathe, to get the oxygen where it needs to go in your heart, to send that out to your blood, to get it to your brain, so that you can think clearer, so that you can perform at your best. And especially when they're triggered with that fight or flight, they need to be able to think productively and resiliently in that moment versus being reactive and impulsive. And so breathing helps us to do that. I would say a second piece of that is the motivation, like you said, you know, well, what is their motivation? And we talk a lot about that because Motivation have, has a lot of different factors, and we know that that intrinsic motivation is the best, and we really maybe harp into those values. 
what are the things that you value that are most important to you and why are you doing this? Are you doing this really to support your team and to be there for one another? That connection, are you doing it for your family, to support your family? So really being able to drill down to what that intrinsic motivation is for them is important. And I think another component is focus. Focus is huge. And what we focus on grows. And so in those moments where it sucks, where you're tired, where you're sleep deprived, where you're hungry, where you're wet, where you're cold, when you're focusing on those things, it undercuts your resilience. So you need to focus on the things that matter. Focus on the things that you can control. Focus on the things that you can influence so that you can be hopeful and optimistic that you can get out of that situation. And I like to recommend the strategy of what's important now. We refer to it as win so that individuals can focus in on what is my focus right now so I can be present versus thinking about the suck or the past experience or the future experience, right? What's important now with our focus? So I say those are the the key components when it comes to training these amazing leaders. Yeah. Are some people more resilient than others naturally? Or like when you when you sort of train somebody in resilience, like we're all better at some things than we are at others. I presume the same applies here. Yeah, and that comes up a lot. And what comes to mind for me, Ann Mastin is a leading researcher in the field of resilience as well. And she wrote the book, Ordinary Magic, Resilience and Development. And, you know, she talks a lot about that that, you know, there are some folks that might be a little bit more resilient than others, but she did a longitudinal study to look at children over time who faced many adversities, were in low socioeconomic statuses that maybe were in poverty, and over time looked at specific milestones throughout their lives and wanted to really understand, well, why did some of these individuals thrive? when faced with the similar circumstances and similar adversities, right? And in the end, she found that it was an ordinary set of skills, an ordinary set of skills that when used at the right time simultaneously became ordinary magic. And from that research, she also found that we can teach and we can strengthen our resilience muscle. So, yeah, there might be folks that are more resilient than others, but we can choose to strengthen our resilience. Okay. Finally, can I ask you, uh, Katrina, about uh, you featured in Enda McNulty's book, Commit to Lead. How did you arrive there and what was it like working with Enda McNulty? Yes. And I, I have to say, commit to lead, you know, right now more than ever, we need leaders and we need leaders that are resilient and commit to lead really provides the insights to how to be more resilient and how to support others and, and lead others in these challenging times right now. And going back to your question, you know, it's a funny story. Enda and I have been connected for many years. I almost want to say we're about at like 10 years that our relationship has developed. And, you know, it's funny because I was working with the United States Army at the time that he also started to become more and more curious about resilience. And we actually connected through social media. 
you know, we just reached out to each other and started communicating back and forth. And I shared my experience of working with the army. And, you know, from there, our relationship has grown so much and we've collaborated on so many different things, especially with our background being very similar with the performance psychology side of things. Wow. Okay. Well, it's a fascinating subject and indeed a fascinating book. Uh, So, Katrina, thank you for sharing your experiences with us today. We think we've learned a lot from you. So uh, thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you so much for having me. This has been a pleasure. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.